Okay. Welcome to the Mohani Love Show. Today we have Mr. Dean Myers and his motto is be brave and iterate. Hey Dean. Good morning as I said from New York City wherever you may be it may be later in the day or the evening or but nope, welcome guess welcome. What? <laughs> guess what you ready? Yeah. Where, where I may be? Where are you? I'll give you a hint. Start spreading the news. <laughs> yes. How wonderful is that? It's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Sure. Sure. Um, what would you like to know? Let me ask that because I can I can talk and talk. So can I. Mm. Yeah. Native New Yorkers, that's what we do, right? Absolutely. <laughs> So you talk about innovative transformation starts from within first. Correct. Which makes a lot of sense. In order for you to feel good on the outside, you have to fix the inside. That's, that's with right. every. That's with everything. So, how could? What would you like to share with our audience on how to innovate from the inside? Because oh, a lot absolutely. of people don't know how to do it. You know what I mean? I do know. I do know. <laughs> Intensely, I do know. I, I think, uh -huh. um, you know, I've been, um, uh, but yes, I am a native New Yorker, but still, you know, even being a native New Yorker, uh, there are a lot of uh, presuppositions about it. But, you know, I grew up, um, I grew up in a neighborhood and I went to school in a different neighborhood. And um, like just about everybody in the world, um, I had to, I had to find my way and I had to I had to figure out my own way. Um, and so the first part of that sentence, that be brave part yes. was um, uh, first and foremost, um, I, had to, um, I had to be willing to uh, sort of take a stock of what was going on, mm -hmm. uh, take a stock going on uh, inside me um, and how I was dealing with, uh, dealing with outside stuff. Um, and without even talking about, you know, family of origin and all those kinds of things, you know, I think uh, the very first the very first step of that transformation or that transformational process or being innovative is um, uh, taking a taking a look inside with the greatest love, compassion and empathy you can have for, for yourself, person, for yourself. OK, right. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, in other words, coming to the table with um, coming to the table with a either a list of expectations or an attitude that um, that everything has to be fixed because everything is wrong. You know, that kind of that, as I say, that that inflexible, unloving attitude toward yourself, you're going to get nowhere. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Is it do you think you have to honestly learn how to let it go? Yeah, that is a great, yes. Yeah, yeah. And you have to learn how to stop it when it comes. See, I I don't know, like, if I'm fixing me at the moment, right? It's yeah. a transformation I'm going through. I don't have to tell everybody. It's something that's between me and me. Right. But when you see the things that help break you, because you know, it, 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 you get all these challenges when you fix yourself. Oh my I don't gosh. know why. And they come at you. You have to identify them and remove yourself in order to continue fixing yourself. Because I feel like if you sit in the moment 
and inside you're doing this because you don't want to deal with it. If you don't bend, you break. You know that. <laughs> yes, I do. And that's yes. the thing, right? It's like you can call it if you don't bend, you don't break. But it's also, you know, dodging bullets, right? Yes. <laughs> and you that's have the to dodge so It's something about it. It's just, if you're not supposed to eat candy for some reason, everybody can't be all over the place. That's right. It's your mind. You know, we can bring, as they say, when we can bring anything we want to our reality. Yes. Why is it the things that we don't want, we bring them to? Is that the subconscious part of us? Uh, my answer is, my answer is, yes. You know, uh, we're, we all carry, and I'm going to use that, the, I'm going to use that big dangerous word that we all carry trauma, right? We all, <laughs> right. And I say because, <clears throat> Because we've almost we've almost made trauma a sacred word in the sense that um, to have the idea that trauma is something um, that is impossible to deal with. All right, that's fine, you know. But I don't have that attitude, right? You see, this is if if I have no one tremendous love for myself, right, right, forgiveness for myself for those things, yes, right, uh, then. Um, then there are there is the possibility and the hope, right? Because I think that's the second ingredient. Oh, right? yeah. Be courageous. Yeah. Hope. Yes. And then and then it's okay to it's okay to deal with that stuff internally. And if you didn't if you didn't quote unquote fix it this time or get it right, mm -hmm. iterate, right? Go back in the iterate. cycle. It's just in other words, make it make it um and the why I use that word iterate, that it word is kind of cold. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That, <laughs> that word does not carry. And here's the thing. That word does not carry great emotional weight. Ah. Think about it. If you say, oh, well, try and try again. Then you start saying, oh, but I failed. No, 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 no. Iterate. It's just mm -hmm. this is the this is experimentation. This is this is why it's safe. We play games as children and we do horrible, dangerous things in many ways <laughs> when we play games. Yes. Right? Yes. And we know we're going to come out of the other side, like putting the box. If it's a boxed game, we're going to put the box away and yeah. and enjoy life. Uh, we hope. Um, and in other words, we're going to come out of it. Somehow safe. Right. And mm -hmm. that's why I say use the word iterate mm -hmm. because now working in working in business mm -hmm. you know to go back to your boss and to say well we just you know we just failed 15 times as opposed <laughs> to well we iterated 15 times nice. mm -hmm. you see it's the emotional weight and and if we can do that for ourselves right mm -hmm. holding ourselves with love with compassion right being brave enough to try something out mm -hmm. and if it works great hang on to it keep using it if it doesn't work try something else still in that position of 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 love compassion and hope well here's how that for summarizing it all. I, I, I love it but i have a question do you believe that women and men <laughs> it takes mm -hmm. women a longer time <laughs> to iterate <laughs> um I'll be honest, I think that from uh, a lot of uh, social conditioning and social expectations um, that um, it can take longer in the sense that first off, um, 
and I'm glad to say, I think it's true, particularly in the last, you know, in my lifetime, in the last 40, 50 years, mm -hmm. I think, I think that um, there is more permission for, for women to, to uh, have given themselves more permission to, um, to take more time to do okay. the deep work. Mm -hmm. Right. I think, mm -hmm. I think we're still in a position very much where, um, you know, uh, where, uh, and I'll be blunt, you know, mm -hmm. heterosexual male society mm -hmm. um, uh, and society of privilege uh, are very much um, uh, preordained against, against men giving themselves the time and the freedom to, mm. to do that work. Yeah. So that's, that's the truth of it. So, so I will say that those, those men who are willing to step outside of, of that system mm -hmm. yeah. um, can, can take just as long, you know, okay. but they have to give you. themselves the permission. And to do it. Yeah. And then sometimes it really takes telling yourself that. I, listen, we all deal with trauma. I mean, oh, I bet you if, yeah. if we sat down, you see that board back there you have? I bet you <laughs> if we sat down and did a list, I'd be like, uh-uh-uh. Mine's is longer. You'll be like, no, I got more. <laughs> we can actually play a trauma game. I mean, and also, I don't know if sometimes people may be non-affected by things, but then someone to say, but didn't that really bother you when that happened? And then there it is. It's just stuck to you. Like, oh, because it makes you think of it through a, see it through a different lens. Yes, sure. You understand? So it's it's your surroundings too and who you surround yourself with. Sometimes it's best to be a loner for a while while you're trying to put this stuff together. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is, it's always, and here's the interesting thing too. And, and so you probably noticed, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm a certified coach. Um, I, I was um, um, a, an alcohol and drug abuse rehab uh, counselor uh, in my very, very early 20s um, because um, I... Um, um, got sober and clean uh, when I was quite young, uh, miraculously, uh, I'd like to say, but also, again, through, through my bending the knee and being willing to, uh, to accept and receive help. So, mm -hmm. as I say, I'm, so I'm, re I'm putting it that way because there is the accepting and receiving help, and then there's yes. the work that one has to do internally. Yes. I, have to, I have to own it. Yes, and that's the hard thing for many yeah. people. You know, I've always been... It's always been easy for me to say, oh, I'm sorry I did it. I, I, I apologize when I'm wrong so much to the point that where if I'm walking, I could be in that walking down the street. It's not even my fault. I say, oh, sorry. And they're like, why are you saying, why are you saying sorry? You know, it becomes a habit. Yes. So that's something I feel that I have to work on too. I don't have to be apologetic all the time. Right, right, It's right. when... You know, there's something that I, I, I'm definitely in the wrong for. And then when you, the hardest people to heal from trauma in my eyes are the ones that think they're right about everything. Because if you think you're right, then, you know. Oh, I would, I would, yes. I so agree with you. The, the, right, that, um, that rigidity, that um, lack of um, self-awareness. Yeah. Um, in business world, we've canned it into um, emotional intelligence. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, we changed um, the wording so it looks better. Right. So it looks again. You sort of yeah. you add more words to it, so it sort of distances it 
it it gains distance from the emotional impact. Yes, it does. But you know, the hard nosed, you know, hard nosed, rigid um, people. Um, yes, it's very hard. And the irony, and the irony is again, you know, working. If if I am working with someone who is like that, who has been quote unquote assigned by work. Yeah. Uh, and worse, back in the day in, in doing rehab work, uh, assigned by the court ah. to go for rehab, right? So yes. when, it's, when they have not, as I say, bend the knee or, you know, come to the realization that they, they need to change or transform, they're not, they don't want to own it. You're, as you say, they are, they are right. There's no reason for them to change. There's you know, every logical argument you can throw at them, just. They have just, an answer. Age is the first thing. Well, I'm, a, you know, I'm, a, I'm older, so I've been doing this for so long. This is, you know, it works for me. But then they want it to work for you when you're around them. See, that's the right. thing. How does yeah, that that's, work? Well, there, now, you're, now you're talking about a whole different thing. <laughs> now you're talking about, and this is other work I do, you know, when you're doing a you know, team dynamics, right? Or, oh. you know, building teams or building organizations, you know, um, what kind of organization is it? And once again, we uh, uh, most certainly in the, uh, uh, in the Western world, um, uh, well, even in the Eastern world, um, we very typically uh, most often work in a very hierarchical, right? Yes. hierarchy based businesses yes um our school system uh, is built that way <laughs> everything is built that way where that's just that's that's the quote unquote it looks like the natural order of things and then my answer is yep yeah, is it really <laughs> you know yes. there are there are cooperative there are co-op cooperative ways of living where you know where there's an interchange i'll be blunt there's an interchange of power Right, there's an interchange of direction and movement. Um, that's also uh, a part of the natural world, but mm, mm -hmm. most of the world doesn't function that way. So yeah, we come up against it. The imposition on us to conform is is very wow. powerful. So I have to use a curse word. You ready? You yeah, I'm ready. So where's a person? Okay, so here's a question. So you have the person that says fuck it. Know the fuck it person? Anything go wrong? Fuck it. Do they heal from trauma well? That they put a fuck it on it. Excuse me, I have to say it that way. I want yeah, you to no, no. Well, business. you know, because there is that person. There, well, there are two. There are two. There are two ways of looking at that. I'm sorry for now muddying the water. Because if you want to use the word, there are a lot of times that I'll tell people you have to come to the place where you have no more fucks to give. That's right. That's right. That's right. And and when when I when I say it that way, what mm -hmm. I mean is that that's that's where that's where you need to examine where your values, right? Yeah. Your sense of I'll call it ethics, values, yes. what matters to you, mm -hmm. and also what's going to make you whole and you know safe. All those things, right? Mm -hmm. that's that's where you have you have the right to even say you know let's say the polite way i need a time out yeah right? uh, that's the polite uh, way of saying the same I, thing that's right i'm gonna walk away i can't i'm not dealing with this i, I right need now. a time out right. right yeah 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 yeah. that's a better way i just want because you know i have a, a broad audience there are yep. some people 
that because I I know I've known a couple of people who operated that way. And I'm telling you, they happy. They love it. <laughs> Everything's fine. They don't care. Like, and I'm like, wow, like how do you literally block out? And I'm like, maybe is it a good thing or a bad thing that you're, they, they can do that? Maybe that works for them. It works for them. And here's here's my only warning about it. As That's what long, I wanted to know. Okay. I have I've Number one, as long as as long as it doesn't uh, it doesn't mean that they can excuse themselves for the commitment and the care of other people around okay. them, ah. and that it doesn't harm other people. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That's why I say you notice I use the word ethics. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. We don't talk about ethics and morality. No, we, no, but, we don't. I but he, <laughs> yeah, I, you do. Well, that's why I brought it up. Right. <laughs> if you if you're saying if you're saying fuck it because because you know something's going on. And you need to protect yourself. Okay, that makes sense. Right. But by the same token, you know, you need to you need to also consider um, walking away is better than saying "fuck it." I'm gonna <laughs> fuck right. it. I'm gonna or, I'm gonna or, or say I have a call on the other line. I'll um, talk to you later. Dismiss yourself from the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, Dean. Something else that have um, I've been thinking about because I interview a couple of coaches, right? Yeah, and. What I used to work for the Department of Education also. I mean, not also like you used to, but you mentioned the, the DOE. I feel like life coaching should be something that should be added to the culture of the school system, especially seven hundred percent for the last grade. Like it's sixth grade, and you're off to middle school. Sixth grade should be a life coach course. The next grade, ninth grade should be life coach course. Twelfth grade, life coach. Not in between, just those last years. And the life coaches should teach them the life coaching levels. Sixth grade going into middle school. Mm -hmm. You know, and then high school going, you know, and you're going to college after that, twelfth grade. Those are things just like life skills, life coaching. The school system don't understand that if they can just do something like that and add that to the curriculum, like you have to have credits, you need that to graduate. Yes. Yeah. We would have less broken adults, more people healing from trauma, more people knowing how to stop it when it's in front of them because they've been trained since sixth grade, ninth grade, 12th grade. It's, it's so easy. And sometimes I think, you know, we know the system is structured, but if we want to save the world, as they say, because remember, that's what you're doing. That's what yeah. I'm doing. You know, these professionals, it's like they don't see that. Yeah. But I don't expect everybody to think the way you and I would think. But isn't that, can't you see, can't you clearly see what I just said to you? Isn't it simple? Of course. That's what I said. Yeah. 700% in that many, <laughs> many, many times over. It's, it's, it's something that I actively, uh, again, you know, I do it, I do it in business, right? I do it in my business life. Um, I also, um, I also am a volunteer with, uh, with an organization called Out in Tech, which, uh, which has a quote unquote, uh, Out in Tech University. Which is aimed at uh, um, basically teens and college age LGBTQIA plus people who um, who are looking to you know to be their full selves in their in their lives, including their work environment. And one of the things that's very powerful component is the um, is the out in tech you, 
right? The university. Mm -hmm. And the university's biggest offering at this point is is mentorship. And it's exactly to do as you say, it's to fill that gap, right? And that's what's happening, right? The the gap is being recognized by nonprofits and and there are, you know, educational institutions which fall out of the the typical public school system, you know, because in our country, every state has its own public school system, right? um, which is fine. But the point is, as you say, yes, yeah. And we're not alone in thinking that way, but but when are we going to get critical mass, right? Where it well, just I, infiltrates the system. I'm hashtagging a couple of people, Eric Adams. I'm hashtagging yeah. <laughs> um, um, David Banks. I actually, he was my employee years ago. Got to hashtag these people because maybe, you know, maybe they don't have these ideas. You know, people have degrees, but maybe they have to, Think they're thinking a different way instead of out of the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, a lot of a lot of what happens with, of course, with government. Once again, it is, uh, you know, it's a hierarchical system. Yes. And part of its job is to reinforce, <laughs> reinforce the hierarchical system. <laughs> that's yes. the job. You know, that's what they were hired to do in a lot of ways. Um, and there is value. Okay, that's fine. You know, we we don't want chaos. Right. But it would be sure nice if it were not considered quote unquote enrichment. But, yes. re- but required. Required, yes. And you know what? Because I mean, we have some parents. I call them. Uh, I used to have a name for parents who are there, like you know, supportive parents. Excuse me. We have parents. I'm talking about still in the school system. Mm-hmm. But if we have 20 percent supportive parents who are doing that life skills and that support at home, those kids will be fine anywhere they go. What happens to that 80% who parents have no idea? They don't even have life skills and um, no. you know what I'm saying? No, no, I do know. Believe me. Yes, I agree <laughs> with you. I know. I know profoundly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just trying to change the trajectory of things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it starts with the conversation, right? It sure, it sure does. If I can give you any hope, there is a, a, a brilliant man named Adam Kahani, um, Adam Kahani, Kahani, who uh, is a facilitator uh, by trade. And um, he was the leading force in actually organizing the ability for the South African government to end apartheid. You know, it was one thing to wish it. And then and then who actually executed it? Mm. And um, Adam, along with others. um, So uh, he is a facilitator of that world-class level work, working on these wicked, wicked problems, right? These huge systemic organic problems, but not to say we need to call Adam Kahani, but (laughs) I'd love to, you know, he's got a lot of projects going on at that, you know, big worldwide projects going on, but, but learning from him. And one of the biggest things to learn from him is, as you say, you know, is being that voice, being out there, being patient, right? Making conversation. It's so much about making conversations so that everything, everybody can get everything out on the table, right? Openly, just relax and let the conversation happen. No judgment. Right. No judgment. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. Let's (laughs) see what we can do. Let's see what we can do. Yeah. So, and he took, yeah. And he takes his time, you know, he works on these projects 10, 15 years you know he's a patient man wow and they come to fruition well as i say we we saw apartheid end 
Right. Um, right. Uh, he worked very hard on a big uh, on he very worked worked very hard on the on trying to deescalate uh, the Col- the Colombian uh, uh, drug trade, completely taking over the Colombian uh, government and society. And it's been somewhat successful. That's a tough call. <laughs> but um, those are the two big projects that uh, that he's written about in his books and, and that he talks about. So so as I say, I that's why I keep, you you know, as you do, right? You keep using the hashtag, you keep finding avenues yeah. to share, to share this, to share this conversation. Conversation. That's what it starts. Everything starts with a conversation, right? Yeah. I mean, unless you, some people have conversations by themselves. I've done that, but I mean, everything starts right. conversation. So could you please share your information with my audience? Certainly. The, uh, I would say that the easiest place to always find me is uh, on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Uh, right. Look at me on, on LinkedIn. Um, and the reason I say it there is that there are different flavors of me, you know, <laughs> out in the world on the Internet. Um, you can find me on Instagram as uh, Dean Meister, D-E-A-N-M-E-I-S-T-R. And there's a little bit of my sort of personal stuff. I, I love to cook. Um, I do find you? a lot. Of, yeah, I do. Print uh, you. <laughs> and, what kind um, of food do you love to cook? Oh, all kinds of stuff. I don't know. Really? Just, yeah, just all kinds of stuff. You cook some soul food. I, I have to admit I can, but okay. it's never, it's, <laughs> it's on its way. It's always on its way. It's never okay. always absolutely there. I'll be honest. That mac and cheese. No. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How many kinds of cheese you like in it? <laughs> oh, really? Nice. Right. I have to right. look at your face. Yeah. I have. I mean, I have I to interview you about food. Huh? Yeah, I think. I, yeah, yeah. I well, in my twenties, I had a, I had a restaurant in Queens. Really? <laughs> on, yeah, in Corona. What, what kind was it? It was, believe it or not, it was the worst thing in the world. It was really <laughs> just a luncheonette. Oh, really? Yeah, I had to learn <laughs> how to how to do all that food prep at five o'clock in the morning and two main courses, two two roasts, two soups. <laughs> Oh, that's cool though. Lunch, you nice know, literally lunch menu. And then and then I lived in Puerto Rico for a long time. And the first thing I did down there when I moved down there was I I had a uh I had a restaurant, uh, what they call it comivete, a sort okay. of run and eat. So that's I made cool. yeah, comivete. Eat and run. Eat and run. Yeah. Nice. Comivete. And I and I made uh you know all kinds of things with rice and beans and all of that very ah. local, you know. And baked a lot of cakes. <laughs> well, do you see yourself opening up a restaurant or maybe a, a, a um the ones in a car? You know, they have the big truck, the mobiles, the the, the you know, I never I never no, you know, I never did I never did that and I never was I like to go to them. Okay. But I I um no, I've moved away from from doing that. I'm as I say, I love to I do love to cook. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes down to it, I learned how to cook. A, a big meal in 20 minutes that's restaurant life <laughs> okay. 20 minutes <laughs> wow how many people could it be uh oh gosh i can oh god i i mean i had i've i've had parties for for you know a couple of hundred people uh you know and i know how to do all the prep and everything for that and, wow but but for but for the quick stuff in my own kitchen um oh, i can churn yeah. out a nice meal for <laughs> i can churn out a nice meal i can certainly do a party 
for easily 20 people and and, nice. and have everything so that I'm not living in the kitchen. I'm I'm getting to hang. So anybody, <laughs> anybody looking for, you know, a party want to have a party, need some food. <laughs> <laughs> So you got to think of me as a guest, right? Because right? as again, like you, like you, I'm all about the conversation. Yeah, the conversation, yeah, conversation yeah. and good food, right? They go together. You know, they when you chew, so go together. When you chew, you're relaxed. So you get more information out of a person. Did you know that? Give a person a piece of gum and have a conversation. They will just talk. Yep. Relax. <laughs> so I have a question, Dean. Yeah. Before I end, if you could rid the world of something, or you can rid people of something, what would it be? Um, wow. Probably have a long list, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, okay, F fear, fear of of ambiguity okay. and by that i mean it's like um uh being afraid to take a challenge uh, yes being afraid to i mean they, that ties into you know be brave in there it's like i have i i have i have made a fool of myself literally i i have had a career as a performing artist and um i did some really bad things <laughs> on stage you know where I hear the audience groan because um, I because I messed up. And you know what? There was another performance. It's like the, I can always I can I can plan another performance and get it right next. And time. keep on going. You don't stop. I I do not. Yes, it's so kind that's of a, yeah. That's what you would rid the world of. Yeah, and yeah. that's something big. Yeah, be brave, right? Just brave. just try it. Just try it. I, I I wrote this little like be brave, be bold, be you. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, be, be, be brave, be bold, be you. That was the little motto that I um uh, have written. So thank you so much for joining me. It is my great pleasure. And enjoy your day, Dean. Well, you too. And um I hope I gave you some courage to go out oh, and do something interesting for yourself. Did. Yes, you did. And I <laughs> yeah. hope my audience get some courage too. Good. I hope so too. Thanks so much. <laughs> Bye, Dean. Bye.